Hello and you're listening to Single Steps, a podcast by Hatch Asia Consulting inspired by Lao Tzu's The Journey of a Thousand Miles Begins with a Single Step. You will be hosted by Anirudh Arvind as he meets James Young of Domino's. Good evening, James. Thank you very much for taking the time to spend you know, 30 minutes with me to walk us through your path to being a very successful digital leader. Uh, but before I even carry on, James, how are things with you? Things are going fine. I mean, personally, uh, my life is quite good now that yeah. uh, the kids are going back to school. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, to be fair, in Domino's also, we are having a lot of uh, uh, good good stuff going on with the business. Right. Uh, we are taking. We have been fortunate enough to have been taking the right steps when we are when we were first anticipating this uh, MCO to happen, right. and then uh, I think it's doing going quite well in the sense that our deliveries are going up. Uh, people are more and more uh, used to the fact that uh, the getting food deliveries is uh, going to be the new norm for now. Okay. So it's it's going quite well. Awesome. So so James, as the group senior vice president of digital and CRM for Domino's. Yeah. Um, in your perspective, how is the pizza business doing right now, man? What are all the changes that you're seeing uh, within within uh, Domino's itself? Yeah, pizza business, pizza business is doing very well. Um, I mean, it has to do with a lot with the fact that uh, we are based uh, a lot of our business on online from the very beginning already. I mean, there are organizations out there which only now are trying to go online. And they are the ones who are suffering the most because they are trying to experiment what works and what doesn't in a very tight time frame. Uh, and the whole idea here is that we have been experimenting for years and we have been running a very successful online business for years already. Uh, even in our stores, we are enabling people to buy online and then collect in stores. So we are utilizing the stores as an outlet for uh, selling our online pizzas as well. So the idea here is that we are quite uh, well prepared in that sense I would say awesome. uh, even if the store orders people just uh, drive up we have this new system called Pandu Anbil where people can just order online they just drive up to the store you don't even have to park your car uh, you just turn on your headlight somebody will run out of the pizza and then you just walk away and the idea wow. here is that yeah it's very cool so the idea here is that um, we 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 I wouldn't say we anticipated the MCO but yeah. we are very well prepared for it I think that's that's what I would say Awesome, really cool stuff. So if I was going to have a pizza this weekend, which pizza would you recommend? Uh, I'll recommend the Chicken Classified. That's that's a very hot seller in our, our okay. books. So, I mean, the masses can't be wrong. Okay, okay. I'll make sure I get that done. I think the books. But, uh, but James, I guess, now let, I guess let's focus a bit more on you. Um, you. You've had quite a unique career. You started off in market research and then you... Uh, you know, worked in DHL for a while in logistics, and then obviously multiple successful roles in, in telecommunications, uh, and then you spent some time in Google, and, and and then obviously now you're you're the SVP for digital in in Domino's. Um, so so how how did this how did this happen, mate? I mean, what was uh, how did the the role in, in digital come about? Um, and more so, maybe if you if you could share a bit about your early life and setting. Uh, and see if you know there's any correlation there. That would also be quite nice to hear. Yeah. Well, without droning on too long for this, I think the best the 
what I've been able to do is build good relationships and a good track record. I think those two things are perhaps the greatest key to anything that anybody, right. not just me, anybody uh, would have to do to, to, to get to anywhere significant right. in a, a career per se. So I've been fortunate to actually uh, work on very, very interesting projects, really great projects, I, I'll, I'll say this much. In Nielsen, in Digi, in Google, I mean, there's so many, all these companies, I've been given the opportunity to actually take on really nice portfolios and be able to lead really great teams and be able to deliver good results. Now, the idea here is that uh, with all this, then it's easier to move left and right and do this industry or that industry per se. Uh, as long as you've got people to back you up and as long as you've got a track record to back you up, it's pretty, it's pretty um, I wouldn't say straight, straightforward is a bad word, but I would say it's pretty possible to actually uh, uh, go where you can feel that delivers the most value. Right, but you know, it's it's quite interesting how you say that if you if you're in the right places, you've got people to back you up. It's pretty possible to make you know the transitions across multiple industries. Yep. But in your opinion, what makes it possible? What makes it pretty possible when you say that? What do you think attributes to that that possibility to to kind of move across multiple industries? Um, I would say, I would say, having a loss, the, the the soft skills aspects would be the most important. Um, right. hard, hard skills let me let's put it this way the, the hard skills which I have in Nielsen in order to work out the, the market research systems um, are, are, don't get me wrong it's very useful in Nielsen but reasonably meaningless right. in a lot of other aspects um, okay. same thing with uh, Google as well uh, I, I know a lot about the AdWords system and, and don't get me wrong yes. it has a little bit of a uh, let, let's just put it uh, let, uh, use in other parts of my roles I wouldn't say it's useless right. in other roles but significantly right. less I mean the okay. stuff that you learn uh, when it comes to dealing with people managing people uh, make, uh, managing stakeholders making sure that you're able to quantify things being able to clearly articulate decisions uh, being able to actually uh, lead teams into the right direction these are the small things not all small things these are soft skills that right. I would say it's, it's more or less transferable across most, most industries Industries. And as long as uh, you're able to, to quantify the results that you get, uh, people are very open to uh, ex what do you say? Very open to 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 work with you because they can right. see the, the the quantification of the the value that you're getting. Okay, awesome. And I and I guess now I, I want to sidetrack a little bit because you know as you were saying now there there were businesses. Uh, that are not really prepared for this situation and some businesses like Domino's is, is really well equipped uh, yep. to handle such situations. Um, I guess every organization as you and I are speaking are kind of going through some digital transformation at this point, 100%, yes. right? And many even argue saying the number one reason for that is actually COVID-19. Um, so, so as a digital leader yourself, like what does digital transformation truly mean and, and secondly, like, what is it really meant to achieve for an organization? In a time like this? Yeah, yeah, I guess in a time like this, yeah. Well, I think in a time like this, the number one thing you have to, to, to find, sorry, I would say in a time like this, what you have to focus on is the making sure that you are able to run your business. Right. Uh, as, because trying to, to, for me, to me at least, trying to branch out to a whole new thing just because something's happening for a couple of months is... Right and not focusing on your core business is a problem, okay? Yeah. So investing in tools like that, and that's why tools like Zoom or Microsoft Teams, 
or, or, or go to meeting. All these tools have got a whole new gigantic audience already. Yeah. Not because they're amazing tools or whatever, that, but because they facilitate business as usual uh, as much as possible. I'm still right. having my meetings. I'm still talking to you. I'm still looking at you. I'm still presenting my slides. I'm still doing whatever, okay? Right. But it didn't disrupt me. Just imagine if none of this happened. Right. Oh, there's no way to talk to you. Oh, there's no way to, uh, uh, to, to communicate face-to-face -face anymore. There's no way to actually meet as a team. We have to do it all through email. It's a very, very big step change for, for a lot of people. And to minimize that step change is one of the key things that, uh, that, that I feel that is super necessary. Uh, a lot of companies are doing the right thing already. They are making sure that they are not impacted. They are making sure that, hey, uh, the core business that I have, uh, uh, am I able to, 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 to coordinate uh, my team uh, to, to communicate new strategies? Even if you want the new strategies, for example, even if you do want to, to, to embark on a new business plan, you still got to communicate effectively. You still got to be able to articulate your, your ideas properly. You still got to be able to get the buy-in from everybody. And it's not going to be easy with, uh, let's just send a few WhatsApps. Let's just, 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 just go and uh, do something. It's not. So the idea here is that you have to embrace things like, you know, let's, everybody has a webcam, everybody has a web, let's share as much documents as possible, let's be more open, let's be more sharing, let's be co communicating face-to-face -face in an uh, uh, environment per se. Uh, sometimes you might even argue that it's, uh, it's much more convenient because you don't have to book meeting rooms. You have no idea right. how, how, how painless the administration of meetings now is. And now everybody comes on time for meetings. Nobody's w uh, running to a, a meeting like far far away then oh I'm, mini I'm, I'm sorry my mass meeting is the other the other building their site oh, sorry cannot reach in time none of, none of the nonsense so the idea here is that uh, meetings become if you do it properly meetings are incredibly productive uh, if you do it on VCs per se um, and those people who have uh, done it well have been able to use the tools very, uh, uh, very effectively I mean, but the idea here is also that you can record a lot of things as well and that that to me uh, it's fantastic because recording of meetings, uh, it, it, some people find it really scary, but I right. find it uh, quite useful because in a long meeting, especially like oh, you have a one hour, two hour meeting, this guy says this, this guy says that or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it can take minutes, lah, but how accurate are the minutes? Nobody really knows sometimes and, and sometimes you just want to say, oh, but this is something that we talked about already. Uh, let's go refer to it. Uh, you can watch minute three to five. Uh, I'll talk about it there and then you can listen to it. Um, sure. Because in a lot of organizations, remember, you, you, you always say that, hey, you need, to tell some, you need to tell the organization like four or five times before they finally get it. But honestly, <laughs> you could, if you really don't get it, go and watch the, the video four or five times yourself and then until you get it, like, if you don't get it, you can ask your manager, actually, I watched the video four times, I still don't get it. But, <laughs> but that's, that's not the point. But the point is that you recording, although it's, it looks scary because, oh, everything I say is recorded. I better not say anything bad. But technically, you shouldn't be saying anything bad in the first place, okay? Right. <laughs> so, yeah, if, you're, if you're an asshole in the meeting and you're an asshole to everybody, that's recorded, then don't be an asshole. <laughs> <That's all. laughs> there you go. There you go. But I guess the major thing, like you said, is, I mean, I always appreciate the fact that you're so raw when you speak, is um, how, do you, how do you promote this culture you know, of, you know, kind of saying it's okay to make these decisions, it's okay to have these recordings, uh, kind of also sort of being more real, I guess. How do you promote that culture as a digital leader? What are you doing to do that? No, um, so I'll say that ensure everybody that, that security is the biggest uh, biggest factor that we are taking serious thought into. Uh, right. There is zero chance of somebody... Yeah. To, let, let's say it this way. There is, I won't say zero chance, there is no great... There is 
how do you rephrase this properly? There is no greater risk in doing this than in the physical meeting. If someone wanted to, to, to steal your stuff, they will steal your stuff. Okay, they'll yeah. take the email, they'll forward somebody. They'll take your WhatsApp and they'll, they'll, they'll keep it somewhere. They will, they will, they will, they will, rec they will put a voice recorder in your meeting and then they will, if they wanted to screw you, they'll screw you, okay? So the, the idea here is to be, be a very good employer and be nice to everybody so that, 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 that you don't have employees who want to kill you. Okay, <laughs> honestly, uh, because there, there's no, there's, as I said, if you are asked for the meeting and it's recorded, yeah. The answer shouldn't be let's stop recording. The answer should be stop yeah. being an asshole. That's, a, yeah. that's honestly, okay? That's why yeah. I believe anyway, all right? So yeah. th th that, that's why I would say, and the, you have to realize that the risk of your, your own people not understanding what you mean is 10 times great, is 100 times greater than somebody stealing your thing and then go and licking it out. No. Yeah. You, you, you have to trust your team on this. You, they're not going to do it. And if they want to do it, they will do it regardless of what you do. But I can tell you this much. If you don't record anything, somebody doesn't really understand. Uh, can we do another presentation? No, yeah. what the is that? That's nonsense, yeah. you know? So honestly, right. no. No. If you, if you want to, 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 if you didn't really understand what I'm saying, why don't you watch the recording? Right. And you right. really don't understand? Fine, then tell me. I watched the recording. I didn't understand what you mean by this, this, this. So okay, because sometimes you're understandable, right? You 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 have a two-hour meeting or whatever. That the guy you said seven things. The guy probably understood six. Didn't understood the seventh one. Yeah, yeah. You are, how can you blame the guy? You can't blame the guy, but yeah. you can ask the guy to go re-watch the recording. You know what I'm saying? Um, a good second. If if if, if there's somebody good in the, in the, the in in doing this, in the, the the guy who's the secretary or the guy who's the meeting organizer or whatever, the the good the best thing he could do. Is actually to make timestamps of when everything's being talked about. Right. So if a, right. a topic topic A is being talked about, put there. Topic A from one minute to eight minutes. If topic B is being talked about, eight minutes to, to uh, seventeen minutes. You have that. It makes a big world of difference. You don't even have to to, to write uh, great notes about anything. Just write when right. these things were being talked about. Then the, then the guy will say, "Hey, you are this meeting are uh, two hours. I don't understand what you said about this." <laughs> you if you ask the guy, go review two hours then. The guy will be like, ah, shit, I got to go find out where he can say this or say that. Yeah, yeah. That's nonsense. So it'd be bonus if the meeting organizer actually wrote, oh, from this time to this time, this guy talked about Project C. You have a pro problem with Project C, right? Go and see yourself. You only need to review 17 minutes and that's it. Okay. So yeah. that, that's a great, that's a great uh, easy way to actually go about it. Uh, more right. else. Yeah. Okay. So, so like you said, there's, there's so much more efficiency around it. There's so much more ability to kind of, you know, I guess, ideate and decision make because everybody knows yeah. exactly where they're involved. And, yeah. and I guess there's, there's a lot more transparency. Um, pretty cool. Uh, I guess I want to come back a little bit to what you said. You said, you know, at the end, earlier on, there's a couple of soft skills. Uh, yeah. that you that you built which has kind of you know helped you succeed in your career yeah. um, I guess I wanted to ask you how are some of those soft skills uh, helping you during these times as a digital leader uh, and what, what are those soft skills which are kind of really helping you lead your teams and, and kind of navigate the storm um, within, within your organization well it's basic communication skills I would say more than yeah. anything else um, uh, I think everybody can improve uh, when it comes to writing. Right. Even the basic writing, talking, uh, presenting, uh, right. communicating, uh, different aspects, uh, being able to talk off the cuff about certain aspects and, and things like that. These are small, small things here and there. Each one of us are better than the other. Some of us are, are really good. Some of us are not really good. But even if you're not really good, you can get better very fast. Yeah. 
uh, yeah. if you know the right uh, things to do uh, per se. Um, I mean, the easy way to do this would be, well, there are, there are YouTube things you can actually follow and you can actually learn a bit about things. You can practice. Practicing is the most important thing, by the way. So right. it's, yeah. reading, reading anything and watching anything is like whatever. Honestly, it's like, oh, yeah. yeah. You, you, it, trust me, a lot of these things they tell you is things that you already know. Yeah. Okay? But the, yeah. the ability to actually do it and, and be able to under, understand what you are actually doing is actually very important. So what I would recommend is this. Record yourself, number one. Okay? Right. Uh, if you have to give a presentation, record yourself. Just look at what you sound like. If you look like an idiot, then it's probably... It's probably true, okay? Because that's what you look like, okay? <laughs> what, if you can't, what if you can't help it? What if you just look like that? What do you do in that case? And you keep practicing until you don't do it. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. You, you, you just keep doing it. Maybe the thing you're trying to explain is just too complex. Maybe you need to simplify yeah. it. Maybe you, know, yeah. maybe it just, you, just, you just sound like you're, you're droning on and on for about a topic which nobody can grab the grips on. Maybe yeah. you're making uh, verbal ticks that you don't understand. For mm. example, if you say that... Uh, right or something like uh, uh, you, you are doing this right uh, how yeah. about this right? right I mean these things do you may not understand it or appreciate how much you say these things until you watch yourself and go man I really say it right a lot <laughs> 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 so these are these are things you can evaluate yourself um, right. the best way I still find but it's a longer term thing that you want to do is you can join a Toastmasters group uh, I really felt that as for verbal communication that 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 group, uh, that organization, and has been by a mile the best way to actually improve the way I uh, communicate uh, verbally, especially. It gets you good practice, and it gets you evaluation of your 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 talk. When you say okay. something, you you speak uh, about whatever topic, they will tell you. They will tell you how many how many uh, really bad habits you had. How many earths you did? How many arms you did? Uh, what kind of uh, body language? What kind of eye contact you had? What kind of uh, perception you gave other people and things like that? So although it's nice to watch yourself and evaluate yourself, uh, it's also very good to have somebody else evaluate you very truthfully. And then they will just tell you uh, with, in a very nice way, by the way. It's not, they're not nasty people or whatever. They, in a very nice way, they'll tell you how to improve and you can, you, well, and it's up to you, right? You can choose to take that, 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 uh, the feedback that, that feedback and uh, it, and you may or may not agree with it and it's fair to, and it's fair to disagree with it so by the way so if you disagree with it fine you know but at least you got the feedback and you can choose what you want to do with that feedback okay so in most of the time I would say I, I, I try to tweak my thing a little bit a little bit a little bit because lucky or not I may not feel that I'm like that but to that person I was like that so if you talk about communication it it's the receiver which actually matters most. Okay, the person right. who interpreted you matters most. So if uh, I didn't really mean that, but if everybody else thought you meant that, that's not the that that makes no difference. You have got to make sure that it's understandable to what everybody else is uh, saying. So I mean, listening to yeah. And, no, absolutely. So I guess uh, you said that the culture of feedback is really important, how somebody else interprets different messages. And I guess at this point in time, since everyone's working from different parts, communication is so crucial to get one thing right, right? So, so yep. I guess what are you doing to ensure that that culture of feedback is, is, is kind of practiced and, and it's becoming like a norm? Um, so in a, let, let, me, let me talk about my, my current organization so far. Yeah, right? absolutely, absolutely, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because in previous organizations, there's things like retrospectives where we do mm. uh, 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 each, 
uh, we, we have a we plan a sprint then we have reference tracking yeah. then we talk about what went wrong what we didn't uh, what, what went right what went wrong so on and so forth uh, in this current uh, scenario it's actually quite good because we actually get together every day to talk about uh, the things that hap is, ha is happening so we are we're all kept aware of things uh, mm -hmm. then we are also I also have one on one uh, with my all my whole team as well I have team meetings as well the team meetings we talk about things that went right went wrong and things that how we can actually uh, fix things one on one as, as well meetings with the my, the people that report to me sure. so that I understand uh, their point of view they understand my point of view and then we can get to a, a very very good alignment of things the idea here is that by making sure the team is always consulted. The team is always kept involved. The team is always uh, a very, very big driver of the things that you are giving direction for. Okay, very cool. Uh, I guess the thing that I did want to ask you a bit more about was, um, in your opinion, is there like a, a structured path to becoming you know, a digital leader or do you feel that uh, it, it can actually be achieved in multiple ways? Because uh, you, you have lots of, lots of folks very interested in a career in digital, but but how does that happen? What's the right career path in, in your opinion? Did well, I ask you the wrong question? No, 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 no. But it <laughs> depends, it depends on whether you want to be an expert or a people manager. So both both are both are, are great options in, in, in that respect, but it all depends on your passion. Okay? okay. So if you if you don't like to manage people and you really love a particular subject, then you just go to it and go very deep into it. Mm -hmm. Um so, for example, if you are if you like apps, then go do apps. If you don't like apps okay. and you like uh, um, CRM tools, then go ahead and do CRM tools. But experts are experts, and you have to be an expert mm -hmm. if you want to be going down expert path. Okay. okay. Now okay. you can be a digital, but uh, but to be fair, if you are not an expert and you don't want and you want to do a whole variety of things. Is there's also a, 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 a career for you, and that's typically like in agencies. You know, you know, you have those agencies which like, oh, I don't know what to do digitally. Can you please help me? Blah blah blah, and then then they go in present sure. general. They're not bad people. Don't get me wrong, okay. But that part of things you have you have got to go very deep into multiple uh, channels, and um, because otherwise you'll be looked at as, uh, oh, this guy just does a talk only, he doesn't know anything about actually. <laughs> so you have got to, to, to go deep into many channels, and when you sure. do that, it's, it's considerably more difficult. But you might find that fun. You might like that, yeah. and enjoy mm -hmm. that, so there's nothing wrong with that, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. If you really like that, go ahead and do that, you know? But the, the, the caveat is that um, you have got to be interested in multiple things, nah. and you really okay. have to be, be, be doing that. I mean, um, if you're talking about money aspect, uh, they are literally, it changes a lot. Okay. One day you see app, app people going crazy for money, some people data science people going crazy for money. Uh, yeah. the, the, the rule I, I found is that um, you have to be good and have a track record and focus on that first rather than the money and then the money will, 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 you can ask for it later and things like that. But the focus on being freaking good at what you're doing and, okay. and having a niche for yourself I think it's super important. Uh, that is what's important, I would say. So, okay. yeah, th those are things covering the niche for, for for people management as aspect. If you don't want to be expert, people management aspect is uh, you have to learn the soft skills. You have right. to learn how to cope properly. You have to learn how to write properly. You have to learn how to manage people. You have to learn how to to do a lot of those things. Uh, and um, you have to, to do it right. Uh, a good a good. Uh, tool to be using is uh, there is a podcast called career tools and manager tools those are free tools 
but those are amazing amazing resources especially for people who are starting out their career or people who are transitioning to a career but they are afraid of uh, of of how what the corporate culture is, is like and things like that and how to mm-hmm. adapt properly and, and well and things like that so they have a, a, a podcast that talks about topical things that are very very relevant to almost everything that you, you do so you don't have to listen to everything you just cherry pick the, the, the topics that you want to and then you listen about it you know like oh uh, how how what's the best way to run a meeting or what's the best way to run an interview or what's the best or whatever lah, okay what if yeah. the director doesn't want to listen to me what's the best way to convince him or whatever so I mean there's a billion how-tos of things like that and uh, they are real legit management people real legit people and okay. they, 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 their style is fantastic uh, they've been highly recommended by easily the best uh, management gurus that I've ever known uh, ever Okay, I'm not kidding about this. So, okay. the, so if anybody wants to to just 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 take a page out of the book, I mean, just just listen to a lot of those things. Again, as as what happens with Toastmasters, you can choose to believe or not believe anything. Um, but it gives you a good perspective. It gives you a very qualified perspective on certain subjects, and you as a person can choose to follow and not follow it. But do that under your own uh, uh, conscience, lah. Sure, sure. And I guess to kind of come back, you were mentioning that at some point you got to figure out like, you know, when it's breath or depth in, in, yep. that, in, that, in that field. Is, is, there, is there any point in your career that you knew which way you wanted to go? Does it come to you naturally or, or do you kind of have to plan for it? Um, I would say I'm, this is a tough question. Uh, <laughs> I didn't plan. I didn't plan for it. I just tried to do the best job in every job that I do, and then I ended up doing more of management stuff or more of the mm. expert stuff, and and, mm. and and that's how it went. So, I, so did I always try to improve myself in those aspects? Yes. Did I plan yeah. because I wanted to achieve something in the future? No. I just wanted to do the best job and be visible about it and then making sure that I'm able to to go on with things and, and in a very, very solid way. Okay, got it. And I guess uh, any message that you'd want to give to like, you know, aspiring digital leaders that are trying to achieve the same success you have, what would that advice be if there's anything at all? What advice? Um, just be real, huh? No, I mean, if if you want actionable, actionable would be uh, do the few things I I, I mentioned just now. Uh, yeah. Download those manager tools podcast. Download the career tools yeah. podcast. Listen to it for free. Learn what you can from there. Um, the second thing would be get involved in uh, communities. Okay, uh, so for example, the Toastmasters community is one where you can learn mm-hmm. public speaking. The mm-hmm. second one is expert communities. You have things like Agile Malaysia. PM huddle, a lot of things. There are UX people have their own huddles and things like that. But those are fantastic places to learn a lot of things from. You 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 not only learn things, but you also meet people and you're able to discuss things. Uh, especially if you are a digital person and you sometimes wonder, am I alone in this journey? You're not. So there's a lot of people who are in the same industry who uh, actually have the similar problems as you. She, she talk, you don't have to wait for a conference or something like that. And, mm. oh, oh, I can meet somebody to come. No, no, no. There are a lot of communities that meet very regularly already and these are people passionate about their field and then you can actually learn a lot from them and you can actually contribute there as well. Awesome. Yeah. Hey, listen, James, it's always a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you so much for taking the time. Uh, obviously, I had a really good time because, you know, I obviously love how raw you are all the time. That makes yeah. us all the best in the world. 
thank you very much, James. I really appreciate it. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you for listening. We hope this podcast can help in your learning journeys. Check us out on our LinkedIn page, Hatch Asia Consulting. Till next time, keep growing.